I should have left it on the metronome. <laughs> so you do your ba-da-da-bop-bop-bop-bop to a metronome. Okay, here we go. Are you, can you stay in time? Break it down now. Jazzy there, honestly. That was that's more like jazz drumming. I, I never know. was a beatboxer, but you know, no. If I wasn't no, a past you life, it uh you it definitely left me. Yeah. Welcome to Dial the Freaking Wild. Uh, welcome. Wild. Hey, how are you ready doing to get today? wild? No. Maybe. You ready to get wild? <laughs> you ready? You ready, BK Broiler? I get ca wild. <laughs> That's why I need a soundboard so I can drop this ca-ca-ca. Yeah. Mm. Anywho. <laughs> Welcome to the show. It's your favorite idiot brothers, Travis and Seth. Welcome. Welcome to the wildness. We're dialing it in today. Dial the wild um, is a podcast. We got a few things to get to here. Uh, obviously, we talk about things that interest us. If it doesn't interest you, find a different show. We love you anyways. Um, Tell us what interests you. We'll, we'll probably talk about it. We might talk about it. I mean, we're on Facebook. Facebook at Dial of the Wild. We're at Instagram, Die of the Wild. And we'll if probably, you're hey, to explain why we don't, it doesn't interest us, and then if, you can see our point of view. But if if we find it's cool, if, maybe we'll be interested. If you old school and you still send emails, <laughs> I send them every day for work. I'm being an ass. Anyways, if uh, you'd rather send an email instead of doing social media stuff, dial dot the dot wild at gmail. Dot com. I didn't know we had an email. No, because you don't get a look at it. Oh. Nobody emails it anyways. The only I could thing, have been putting that in our promos. The only emails that I get is the bills I get from mm-hmm. Buzzsprout for putting this thing Maybe up. people want to talk to us over email. Dude, think about what we're competing against. There's people like Pat McAfee. <laughs> Are you going to listen to us or are you going to listen to Pat McAfee? Maybe if he was are you on our show. Are you going to listen to us or are you going to listen to Joe Rogan? Pat McAfee, if you want to hang out with a bunch of guys who just drink beer. He does that anyways. But if you want to hang out with us. <laughs> who wouldn't want to hang out I with mean, them? obviously. Obviously. By the way, Pat McAfee played in the NFL. He did. <clears throat> Excellent. Probably mm-hmm. one of the best punters to ever play the game, I mm-hmm. will say. And... Uh, if you listen to his show, he talks about how he could have done it both. He could have been a kicker and a punter. They told him, you can't do that. You will 
eventually destroy your body and your knee. And he said the one season that he tried to punt and kick, he almost destroyed his knee. So there you go. I now know that. Anyways, fun facts. He played in the NFL. He did 40 Indianapolis Colts for a very long time. And he was very good at what he did. Also, first topic I want to talk about today was the NFL. No, not the Sean Watson. <laughs> That's not good. We're not, not going there. Let's yeah. not go there. If you don't know what we're talking about, look it up. He's or in orange. That's all I got to say. Tune into ESPN. <laughs> That's the only thing they want to talk about right now, besides Wimbledon. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. I don't know what they're talking about. Um, early retirement with NFL players is becoming a thing. Mm. You played football. I played football. It tore my body up to, in certain degrees, still haunts me today. Yeah. You did not play into college, but you played through high school, mm-hmm. through a lot of injury. We did not make millions of dollars. That was not the way we were going to make our living, obviously. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I just found it very interesting. Um, I didn't really listen to a conversation or get this off of um, another platform, but just listening to some of the people that have retired or are considering retirement in their late twenties. I just found that obscurely very interesting. Um, The first name that came to my mind was Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck. Yeah. Um, there was a lot of things. I feel like he's more of a special case though. I think he's becoming the norm now with some of these guys. Uh, well, let's, let's dissect it a little bit. Andrew Luck, um, came in as the first round pick. It was very obvious that the Colts were going to let go of Peyton Manning after that neck injury season. Mm Hmm. And that's how he ended up at Denver, played in one Super Bowl, lost, won the next Super Bowl, retired as yeah, a we Hall don't of talk Favor. about that first Super Bowl. That wasn't that was Legion of Boom, dude. That was an utter disgrace. It was, but that was Legion of Boom. That's just what they did to everybody. I'm just saying, they should have they should have went to Renaissance because that first snap that was horrible. Well, there was still four more quarters to or four or three and. A lot of quarters to play. There was a lot of game, and they hadn't played it yet. But it was very evident that Peyton Manning was not going to be a Colt after that season. And whether they say it or not, and I can't officially say or not say, that it was very evident, I can't say tanking, but it was very evident that the Indianapolis Colts were going to draft a quarterback that next season, mm-hmm. a.k.a. they were tanking. Anyways, <laughs> um, and I feel bad for Curtis Painter, who was the backup. They had to play that season. They hung that kid up to dry. They brought in Kerry Collins, who was a very, very good quarterback. Um, kind of on a backup status. He was kind of the Fitzpatrick of that, uh, right before Fitzpatrick was Fitzpatrick. Anyways, I thought Kerry Collins was a decent quarterback. Um, decent being 
probably. He's not Fitzpatrick or Kyle Orton, so let's not get it twisted. We're not going that far. No, no. He was a decent quarterback, and they rode him till He's been knighted as pretty good. We'll um, move on from there. Pretty good. That's it. Okay, so much better than anything I could do. Let's just get that on the road. <laughs> so, they tanked. They got the pick. They got Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck went in there and was a quarterback for a very, very bad Indianapolis team for a lot of years. And did it pretty well. And did it very well. And in my opinion... One of the nicest guys, Nicest, best-spirited, best sportsmanship. Loved the game. Loved the game, played it very well, retired early. Which I thought was very weird considering that Indianapolis had really made a turn those last couple of years mm-hmm. and were playing as a very, very, very good team. Since then, they have not figured it out. Um, anyways, to put it lightly, I felt like he stepped away a little earlier than he should have. Now, I am not taking the beating that this guy took. For a majority mm-hmm. of his career. And he made his money. And he has every right in his life to decide what he wants to do with it. My opinion is, if Andrew Luck had played four to five more years, he would still be a top ten quarterback in mm-hmm. the league. Mm-hmm. I think he stepped away a little early. Um from what I can remember, don't quote me on this because I could be completely wrong. You probably are. Probably. Yeah. But he definitely, like, during his retirement, he was not happy about it, for one, obviously, because he had a big love for the game. You can tell every time he plays, after every tackle, he would be like, hey, good good tackle, Oh, man, man you put a lick on me. <laughs> <laughs> that was the kind of guy he was. Yeah. But at some point... Don't quote me again because I feel I have a faint memory of him talking about like one of the injuries he accumulated from having a horrible line. He was in constant pain after that. Right. Like it, it wasn't and a lot of these guys are. It wasn't healing properly and he'd have to step away from football if not for a little bit indefinitely. Right. And I'm surprised with the quarterback crisis there is in the league right now. Mm-hmm. Whether people want to admit it or not, the NFL is delinquent of quarterbacks. There are 32 teams in that league. Not all of them have a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm just going to come right out there and say well, it. We're seeing like a fall of the traditional quarterback. Okay. But let's not stop there. Luke Keekley, mm-hmm. one of the best linebackers to play through the 2000s, 2010s. Oh, yeah. He's a hands down. Before his 30s retired. And I don't know much about Luke's Lou's, uh, situation. It was it's um, Luke, I'm pretty sure. I don't know if it was he made his money, he was ready to get out, or if he just kind of burned out and lost love for the game, if it was too many injuries or concussion. A concussion issue is something I totally understand. If you have had three or four concussions in your life, it's time to hang it up, dude. Like... It's not worth it. Your brain is swelled. It's mm-hmm. bouncing off the inside of your skull. I Guys that keep trying to do it after being knocked out two or three times, 
that's your choice. You're a football player. If that's the, like if that's the decision, is that what they call it? CTE is mm-hmm. a very real thing. If you don't believe me, watch the Aaron Hernandez deal. Um, and it's actually popped up in a lot of these uh, pro wrestlers, uh, WWE, mm-hmm. uh, etc. Type wrestlers that took a lot of blunt force trauma to the skull. They had issues. Um, it's irreversible. Nothing you can do about it. Once it's there, your brain is messed up. For now, at least. We'll, Everybody's. We'll probably find advancements in medicine a few One of these days. Couple at this current whatever, at this current time right there's now, nothing yeah. for CTE these guys are quite literally the gladiators of our generation you think about you watch gladiator yeah these guys go around stabbing each other wearing armor fighting tigers and stuff and nobody gives a crap are about, you not entertained are mm-hmm. you not entertained and nobody gives a crap about the welfare of the gladiator they're just out there taking a beating and it's a whole other conversation. We'll get to that. But like um, CT is a very real thing. I think when it comes to brain injury and blunt force trauma, like just like I can see both sides of that. I can see both sides of it because, as well. You know, I just I love, I just I love the physicality. I love the I've definitely seen football get quote unquote softer. Than it used to yeah, be. Yeah, that was the next conversation. Yeah, that I was that I was alluding to. Yeah, but my thing is, is I hate seeing some of these guys yeah. in the prime but, of their career yeah. hanging up, even like, with all of the all it's, of that. It's, still sad. it's like that movie with the open ending where you're just like, oh, I can't wait for the sequel. Well, it's out of budget. You're never going to see a sequel. Mm-hmm. It's like that third Boondock Saints that we yeah. can't freaking get. How long have we just been? Make- Third Boondock Saints stop, already. Stop. Now I'm going to have to edit. sorry. <laughs> but just, yes, I understand the frustration. It. But yes, come on. Read us. The second one come wasn't on. bad. It wasn't, okay? It was not bad. No. And I have a I have a thing for um if there's a good movie out there, the original is legendary. Always. If there is a sequel and it's bad, then it's bad. Okay, mm-hmm. don't do it. I have never seen Joe Dirt 2, and I refuse to watch it because everybody I talked to talked about how bad it was. So we're not going there. Anyways, but... Everyone it, says the second Matrix is bad. I like the second I, Matrix. Well, there's something to be said. I don't always take... I don't take everyone's I don't always words. take... Well, the, I like to make my own choice my my opinion is is i don't always expect the sequel to be as good mm-hmm. as the original what i expect is that sequel to make the original better yeah okay and there's a handful of movies you could do that with um and we'll get on that tangent later but my whole thing is there's an open-ended story to some of these players They've said their piece. They deserve their piece. I'm not going to dig into it and make it what it's not. I'm just going to say it's becoming a thing in football for these guys to hang it up early. And more power to them. You've made your money more than you'll ever need. Um, But you think about... You think about Andrew Luck. You think about Luke Keekley Before... The Rams got something done 
with Aaron Donald. He mm-hmm. talked about it. Yeah, I mean, he's not. This is the best. He's not uh, okay, as not, young as the other guys, but he's still coming off of what? Like, what is he, 28? Multiple back-to-back-to-back to back to back monster seasons. How, how old is Aaron Donald? How, hey, Siri. <laughs> how old is Aaron Donald? He's 31 years old. He's 31. Okay, so I'm off a little bit there. Um, This is quite possibly one of the best defenders that ever have played the game. Mm-hmm. Okay? Uh, no disrespect to the guys that have played before. This guy He's a is a big man. He's on another. Angry. He is a physical freak specimen. Um, And he plays the game. And when you. When you talk to people that know Aaron Donald, he's one of the nicest, softest mm-hmm. guys you ever talk. But like when he's on a field, he's he's a nightmare. And he's and, been playing for thirteen years, and he's about to become the highest paid defensive player. He is now the highest paid he defensive is, player. Yeah. But if he wasn't on a championship caliber team right now, he was going to retire. Mm-hmm. Like. After having How so many, are you the best at what you do and just not want to do it anymore. Yeah, at least, like with quarterbacks, from what I'm thinking, you have amazing seasons. You keep going, you keep going, you get up there in age. I'd say after probably two, maybe one or two bad seasons, that's when you decide to retire. Philip Rivers, I'd say. Mm. He he didn't have an as amazing season with his, his new team that he did with the well, Chargers. Well, what, what saved Phillip Rivers was Phillip Rivers, his football IQ is off the charts. Mm-hmm. So, no, he had a really hard time throwing a deep ball or something that last season, that last good run with the Colts and everything. Kurt, like Kurt Warner, too. But he could read... He could read a defense and know when he could dump it down or when he had to get it to a possession guy and be done. Um, something that a majority of quarterbacks just don't figure out over time. Yeah, so, you, you watch the guy. He's been really, really good for most of his career. His last couple of seasons, not as good. No. But he's, he's still up there as one of the greats. So I guess... We've been on this for a while now, but do I blame the guys for wanting to retire early? No, and I think we're going to see more of it. Yeah, protect Um, The Tom Brady's of the world, the guys that want to dedicate themselves to... Tom Brady's just on a different level. The guys that want to devote themselves to drinking shakes the rest of their lives and trying to play as long as they can... Um, the Fitzpatrick's, the, the Tom Brady's, the, I mean, God, who can you think of that's playing into their forties? They hardly mm-hmm. make it past their mid thirties anymore. I think those days are about done. Um, Frank Gore, <laughs> Frank Gore. I mean, just a, he retired beast. this year, didn't he? This last was year. his last year. Last year was, okay. um, played wherever they would take him and. They said that he, because his son was finishing up college, they said that they might be the only father-son um, duo in the in the NFL. Mm-hmm. And it didn't end up happening, but like, I think if a team would have taken a chance on him, he would have considered it. But it's a whole other mal- mentality, a whole other mindset. Uh, he wasn't 
horrible like no, his entire career. Was there wasn't good. a bad season that he had. Even when he was yeah, not so great he seasons, was good. but he still had good seasons. So I think we're gonna see more of that in the NFL. I think that guys on top of the mountain are gonna decide to walk away just because of the stupid money that they're making nowadays. They don't mm-hmm. have to play forever. But like if Yeah, you're getting paid five hundred million dollars. Shout out to Patrick Mahomes. I think that like Aaron Rodgers is a perfect a perfect topic in this whole thing. I think yeah. that if he I think he loves the game and he wants to be there, but he's so fed up with the political stupid side of it that he could walk away and be fine with it. Mm-hmm. But now he has several tens of millions of dollars over the next what hundred some million dollars or so over the next several seasons. A lot of money to stick around, even though they depleted his wide receiver core. He's um, he definitely doesn't want to stay in Green Bay, but they just keep giving him him, him keep giving him keep giving him monies. keep giving him a lots. Of, lots I don't think of money. it's even Green Bay that's the issue. I think that like if he had a chance to go pursue the things he wanted to pursue mm-hmm. and step away from the game, he would. I think he's ready. I think he's prepared for that. But like you said, I think it's uh, X amount of dollars. I still want to validate my place in this league, even though he hasn't won a Super Bowl in over 10 years. I think it's stuff back like to back that. MVP season. He's an MVP he quarterback. He, he really is. Actually, MVP last season. year, he should have been Cooper Cup. But you know. anyways, um, getting off NFL, uh, we had a very good talk with a um, – a friend of mine the other night that is, uh, he's my dad's age. Um, one of my best friends, dad, his name's Brett Chatterton. Mm-hmm. We had to talk about music. Uh, he played up here at a uh, Matt Rousher event. Um, one of the political guys that we're following and, uh, tracking his story a little bit. Um, Brett's band played and they're called the rock and papas. And they're guys that, um, I know one of them is a very good uh, radio DJ mm-hmm. uh, for one of the big local radio stations. And, um, and these guys are primo musicians. Sorry, it looks like my laptop come unplugged. There we go. And I don't want it to die on us in the middle of recording. Anyways, these guys are great musicians. Mm-hmm. And at a point in their lives... They thought that maybe they were going to do this for a living. And they traveled the world playing music, um, doing all sorts of cool stuff. Inevitably, uh, as a lot of us that played music did, um, decided that um, the things that it takes to become a professional musician, uh, at least uh, in a day or time when it still existed, you could be... Uh, an underground dude and make it happen. Those days are kind of withering away and what it takes to be, uh, to make it as a musician. I don't, I'm not a hundred percent sold on that. Cause there's, there's like people on YouTube or TikTok or Instagram who are, that's a different time. Like YouTube and TikTok are, are only a thing in the last several years. I mean, yeah, we're but, talking about guys that grew up, um, well, I would say from the 2010s and before, if you played music and you wanted to make a living at it, there are certain sacrifices you made um, 
you probably weren't always married. You probably didn't have kids. You didn't have a stable job. You didn't have a decent house. You lived in a crappy apartment and you struggled for so long until you got sick of struggling. And then you decided to move on and do something else. Unless you found something in that business that gave you an opportunity. Um, and a lot of these guys that I talk to nowadays, unless they're younger, we talk about deer election a little bit. Mm -hmm. They're all suit. They're all your age. They're all super young guys. I don't think any of them are married. Um, I don't think so. But you know, that they're all working. Um, they're all working small jobs and stuff, still trying to make the dream happen. And when you're in the dream and the struggle sucks, Either get through that struggle and you're just like, man, that time of life really sucked, but I really enjoyed it, blah, blah, blah. Or you decide that the struggle was too much. You know, I was having a hard time paying bills, uh, yada, yada. I was eating ramen every day and I'm just kind of over it. So, Mm -hmm. uh, but what you're alluding to as far as uh, YouTubes and TikToks and yeah, they're There's ways to do things. There are ways to do it. It doesn't make it any easier. But that just makes it that just makes it accessible to that many more people, which makes it that much harder to be successful. There's ways to like at least get your is it easier to get your voice out there? Yes, but you're competing with tons more people who can get their voice out there. So when we were talking to him, it was just talking about this very diverse. Um, interest in music. Mm-hmm. They play Sweet Home Alabama. They play Elton John. They play old, old time rock. Well, to you, it's old time. Well, but I mean, but yes, it it is eighties, seventies rock. And they were talking about how at some point, you know, they're talking about doing um, Little River type stuff and blah blah blah. And I was just like, you know, Brett. That kind of stuff doesn't interest me. I respect it, but I don't enjoy it. And he was, and I was just like, but you know what? That's probably how you felt when your son and I was doing music. We were doing metal music or hardcore music in high school and college. And didn't he, didn't he you didn't, record all of your stuff like in their basement? Uh, he took us to a guy he knew in Bartonville that had a studio. Oh, okay. So, but that's the thing. He was always there. He mm-hmm. was always supportive. He probably didn't necessary and mom and dad was the same way mm-hmm. they didn't enjoy what we did god no <laughs> but they were there and they supported it and they appreciated it and really you meet in the middle with different generations of people in music because everything turns retro at some point mm-hmm. um when i was young it was zeppelin everybody got back into zeppelin at some point led zeppelin and then at some point, like... I feel like a Led Zeppelin wouldn't fly. <sighs> Shut up, Seth. <laughs> God. God. Continue. Oh, man, I want to punch uh, you in the face right uh, now. So hard. Uh, yeah. So everything comes back around in time. That's just how trends work. Mm-hmm. Fashion, music, um, movies, television sports everything is retro at some point and once it becomes retro it then it's respected again and then it becomes popular again and 
I remember listening to some of this stuff as a kid. Uh, as a kid, I'm talking 18 or younger. Mm-hmm. And he's talking about some of this stuff. And I'm like, Brett, I don't enjoy some of the stuff you're talking about, but I respect it. And honestly, as I have gotten older, some of the stuff I've listened to again, and as I listen, it's kind of like a taste that you develop as you get older. Mm-hmm. Like, Dad now eats blue cheese. <laughs> <laughs> well, blue cheese ranch, to be And specific. it's disgusting, but he didn't like that when he was younger. I guarantee it. I didn't like tomato juice when I was younger, but... The older I get, the I more delicious. Like the more delicious a Bloody Mary taste. Let me. It, I, don't know, I don't know about that. Eight nine a.m. You hit the freaking golf course. It's too early for beer or slamming. Or just all I'm saying is, man, if I wanted to drink tomato juice, I just have it in a bowl and have it heated up. Okay, throw some vodka in it. You got a Bloody Mary. <laughs> Anyways. But we're talking about our appreciation of music. Mm-hmm. I was like, the older I get, the more I hear things come across, like Johnny Cash. When you hear that voice, you know it's Johnny. Even mm-hmm. if you like it or you don't like it, you love it and you appreciate it. Like, I was never the biggest John Denver fan. But when you start to hear, like, Sunshine on My Shoulders or um, Country Roads or something like that, it's like, God, it's so genuine. It's like mm-hmm. nobody sounds like that. Nobody else can do that. Uh, and dad talks about that too. He's like, I don't like some of these bands, but every time I hear um, Five Finger Steven Peter Tyler, yeah, <laughs> he hates Five Finger. He'll, he'll he's like, pull but them every time right you out. hear someone like Steven Tyler, you know it's Aerosmith. Yeah. You know, and for me in the 90s, that was like every time I heard uh, shit. But every time I heard Stone Temple Pilots, I knew mm-hmm. who it was. Every time I heard um, Chester Bennington, Chester Bennington is uh, Lincoln Park. I knew who it was, mm-hmm. um, it, and it's just it's just weird how your taste in music evolves over time. Um, as a kid, you're just like I hate country music, blah blah blah. Yeah, right. You were listening to Brad Paisley in your truck an hour ago. Don't act like you <laughs> hate it to be part of the scene. But it was just crazy how your music interests. And I think that as you get older and the more different things you listen to, I think that makes you a more well-rounded musician at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. Because if I'd appreciated a lot of those things when I was younger, I could have incorporated that into what I was doing. And it had been like... Not doing what everybody else is doing because now you understand it. And I was always... In love with old rock, always in love with the blues. Um, that's how I was brought up. ACDC and, and Stevie Ray Vaughan. That's just how it was. And you embrace those things over time, and it's just different. Mm-hmm. But speaking of country music, guess where we're going on August 16th? Where are we going on August 16th? Oh, I believe there's a state fair. Believe it or not, our father. Our father, of all people. Loves to sit on his hill like that troll on Billy Goat's Gruff. Yeah. He only comes out when he wants to eat a goat. Yeah. Never leaves. No. Nope. Doesn't want to do anything. Nope. Besides work on his house. And, and this sit. guy called me and said, hey, Willie Nelson's going to be at the state fair. Okay. Do you want me to record it? <laughs> <laughs> like, no, we need to get some tickets and go. 
You want to leave the house? Yeah. To a state fair with a bunch of other people? Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) For Willie Nelson? Yeah, it's probably the last chance I'm ever going to get to see him. It's kind of a bucket list thing for me. Yeah. I understand all that, but you're willing to leave your house. (laughs) (laughs) And you're willing to be around a bunch of other people in Springfield, Illinois, a town you absolutely hate. Mm Mm-hmm. To see Willie Nelson. Yep. All right. We're ordering tickets. Get her done. (laughs) So we did. August 16th, we will be at the Illinois State Fair, the grandstands, to see Willie Nelson and friends. Good old Willie. Classic Willie. How pissed off will you be if they don't play Seven Spanish Angels? (laughs) I'll be a little sad. I would be super sad. A little sad. A little Whiskey River. Yeah. yeah, that'll be a good one. There's a, there's gonna be a lot of people that are having a good time. I would imagine it's Willie. It's Willie of the two people you so get caught within smoking. a year. Within a year, we're gonna see Cypress Hill and Willie Nelson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Snoop Dogg and Willie Nelson. Yeah, the only that's two people. The only thing. It's like if we. I think Snoop Dogg was in the Quad Cities not too long ago. Oh man, could you imagine? People are just like. Wait, you saw Snoop, Willie, and Cypress Hill in the same year? No. And you still have a brain cell? No. (laughs) Not us. We drink. So, if you're going to be at the Illinois State Fair, August 16th, get a hold of us. We'd love to see you. Love to talk to you. I think um, one of my bosses, my boss was in a band Mm -hmm. um, growing up over by the Peoria area. And one of the buddies that he was in that band with actually has a band called Captain Quirk. Captain Quirk. Captain Quirk. And they do cover songs from the last four decades. And they're going to be at a smaller tent at the Illinois State Fair before Willie. So I will probably check that out, mostly because there's beer at that tent. Yeah. But um, there's going to be good music there as well. So we're going to check that out. And Seth... His big announcement. Oh, man. This has been something. It was kind of like Lamb of God for me in the episode. I yeah. talked about it. Um, whenever they were in town, I wasn't there. Uh, I'd been a fan of this band forever. And then I finally, like the stars aligned, got to see them not too far from home. That was Lamb of God for me. For this kid, Mr. Seth Brown, mm-hmm. his band is good old Demon Hunter. Demon hunter for years and years years way before i even knew what the band was i've had this song stuck in my head for years and years i don't remember where i heard it i don't remember the anything about the song just the chorus i'm not ready to die and come probably like almost 10 years ago now i'm at mom and dad's Travis and Jess are talking about all the fun stuff they did in Cornerstone because they're stupid and not as cool. Yeah, I've seen Demon Hunter three times. They suck. And like at least three times I've seen Demon Hunter. Shut shut, shut your face. Like right after that first CD had come out, I saw them at um, one of the encore stages at Cornerstone. It's a great show. And I saw them the next year. The next year I saw them. (laughs) 
pretty sure the next year I saw them as well. I saw them like three summers ago. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Anyway, so where are we going to see them at? We're going to see them. We're going to see them in Bloomington. Bloomington. You remember what the venue was? It was uh, Castle Theater or something like that. Something like that. And are they playing by themselves? or I think they're playing by themselves. I think it's a... uh, Right now, the tickets I have are just pre-sale. You said you were splurging for the VIP. I do have VIP tickets now. How much was that? I'm not going into specifics, but it was it was more than a hundred dollars for VIP for VIP tickets. for Demon Hunter for Demon Hunter. Wow! I mean, it comes with like a lot of goodies and whatnot. So you, you get like you get goodies. I don't remember specifically what they are, but you if get it's goodies a bucket too. list band for you, then it's worth it. I get to meet them. I get to get. Goodies from the album that they're dropping September 9th. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this this song that was stuck in my head for years and years and years, my brother and sister be like, hey, we we hear you like this metalcore stuff. We we hear you like listening to screaming and a little bit of singing. You should check this band out. You you really like this song. And I'm like, they turn on I'm not uh, not ready to die by Demon Hunter from their second album. Uh, yeah, uh, Summer it was of Darkness, the black and white. Yeah, yeah. We listen to that. And I'm like, oh, this is so cool. And then it gets to the chorus, and it's like, I'm not ready to. I'm like, wait a minute. I and then it gets to, I'm not ready to die. I'm like, oh my god, no. <laughs> Imagine what you're gonna be like when I play the Under Oath CD. Oh God. <laughs> the sun still sleeps and would you wakes that's that's we a got story you on video that's a story for another time on a swing set but yeah this is something I'm it. really excited about I've been wanting to see this band for years and years they're hopefully a, they're as good the fourth time as they were the first <laughs> shut, shut up shut up shut up you shut up yeah, but that's kind of the point of this podcast yeah. is like we are working guys. We have families. We don't have a lot of money, but like there are ways to experience these things, whether it's a band you love, whether it's a, a sporting event you want to go to, whether it's an outdoors hunting or recreational thing you like to do. Like there are ways for working class, poor people mm-hmm. to do this shit, people. You can do it too. Like I, for some of those concerts, I get on vet ticks. I get tickets. I got that because I'm shout out veterans to the real veterans. I am technically a veteran. I was not a wartime veteran. Mm -hmm. It is what it is, but I qualify for that. I get that. I give them money as donation to, for helping me with that. And I appreciate those people so much. So I take advantage of that. I don't go down to the local Applebee's and say, give me my veteran discount. Cause mm-hmm. I don't, there are people out there that deserve that. That is not me. And I don't like people to take advantage of veteran discounts who don't deserve it. That's another topic. I shouldn't have probably said it that way, but like, no, there's, there's people there who dress up as any, veterans just to get a veteran discount. Yeah. If you're one of those people, you, there's a special place in hell for you. I'm just and we're saying. not talking about you people that served and aren't veterans. We're talking about the people that didn't serve 
didn't sign the dotted line, put on a uniform, and then go out there and false valor to get free shit. There is a special place in You California can get arrested for that, I'm pretty sure. Is false valor a felony yeah. now? I'm pretty sure it is. Yeah, Not it should be. But. Anyways, that's a terrible topic we shouldn't talk about. Anyways, John Deere Classic. John Deere Classic. John Willie. July 4th weekend, so 2nd and 3rd will be in Moline. Moline. Watching the people that didn't go make real money with the live golf people. <laughs> and we're going to be at the PGA event watching some sweet-ass golf. We're going to be at the Backwoods Festival. Backwoods. August 27th. Partying with the with the underground folks. Underground folks. You can be part of the underground folks. Are, are there any, like... Bigger than underground names? Not know? really. I think Dereliction no. is as big as it gets. Dereliction. I am, I well, we'll talk about it. If it happens, it'll actually be very big news for this area, mm-hmm. so stay tuned. But if that band works out, who doesn't play anywhere for anybody, but that everybody loves, if they actually show up and play this thing, it'll be huge freaking news, and we're going to bust it as soon as we get it here on this show, which... Mm-hmm. We'll reach all 15 of you that listen to this. <laughs> so uh, we're excited, man. We've had a whole summer of stuff. We've had life t- changing stuff. The whole me ranting about this house, about your house. Um, we're going through some life changing stuff, but we're still here for you guys. We still have cool conversation. Um, anything you want to talk about. Anybody that you want to hear from, let us know. We're here. Yeah, we will we will beg your your uh your heroes to be on this podcast. We will. We're we still will working grovel. on Kyle Orton. <laughs> Kyle. Kyle Orton should be the last guy. Fulfill he should be your destiny. <laughs> Fulfill your destiny and be on this show. We we might not get your heroes on Kyle. Here, we will where? beg. Are you? Where are? Where is? Where is where Kyle are Orton right I, now? What's he doing with his life? We should have every episode. We should have like a weekly Kyle Orton update. He was not like. He was not like Keekly. He was not like Andrew Luck. He played a long time. Mm. No judgment to the other two, but Orton, you're God among men. <laughs> you are beautiful. In a non-creepy way. We have meat. We have beer. We have meat and beer. We have a crappy set of microphones and a cheap computer. Mm-hmm. We will accommodate you. <laughs> to the very best of our very minimal We will show ability. you our single Kyle Orton jersey. Okay, there's our <laughs> Kyle Orton pitch. It's So, therefore, it's been a complete DTW show. Thank you, everybody. And anybody, if anybody, mm-hmm. who listens to this, maybe want to listen to it. I don't care. We just appreciate you for your time. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're just a couple of idiots who really enjoy doing fun stuff. Just talking about things. Talking about fun stuff. Doing fun stuff. Being part of things. Being part of the community. Um, checking boxes off the bucket list. Mm-hmm. I mean... We've talked about it. Lamb of God, Slipknot, going to, we went to arena ball games. We go to whatever we can afford to go to and entertain you guys and tell you. And if that gives you. I just had an idea for the next episode. If that gives you 
half of an inkling, if that light bulb in your head starts to flicker a little bit, to go something, to go to something or be at something or be part of something that you thought maybe you'd want to maybe dabble in a little bit or be part of, then go freaking do it. This life is way too freaking short to sit on your hill, live under your troll bridge. (laughs) I will say once I have a lot of the stuff finished in my house to make it at least livable, I will be building a makeshift music studio in there because that is still one of my dreams to be at least musically careered sort of sort of kind of yeah but, so you know, hopefully we'll get some good groups happens, in happens. there that that you can produce and we can talk to mm-hmm. um i would really still like to see more more of a um i'd like to see more of an entertainment scene in this area it yeah. used to be here it's not our local fall festival is actually going to have a uh a Eagles cover band on one night and a John Elton band on the other night, which is kind of cool. Growing up, it was always some Nashville band that didn't quite make it that took a cheap payday to come play in the middle of our hometown on a stage. Well, our local people have actually opened up and started bringing in some cool acts. So we'll check that out. Um, Our tiny town has a lot of potential. We just need... Well, and that, and the potential that's here creativity. is even bigger in the town next to us. That like, too. I'd love to see Steve Mode uh, bring in a comedy act into our area. I'd love to see. Well, this Backwoods Festival is going to be mm-hmm. awesome. We've got it's, big buildings. We have big spaces. We do. Come fill them with your entertainment. Yes. Or at least bring your dork ass down here and entertain us with your conversation. <laughs> yeah. All right, so these are your favorite idiots, Travis and Seth. Um, Stay tuned to the next episode and figure out what we plan to do for Christmas. Christmas, ooh. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm talking about. We have a better chance at Thanksgiving. Thanks. Well, we'll we're going to figure something out, and we will talk about it next episode. Once we get some details. Once we figure out if the thing's going to happen in general. If it doesn't, yeah, then you're hyped up for no reason. But hey, I don't know that we're going to get there. Anyways, if you're ready to hear that, you're tune in. Ready to <laughs> consume just how dumb we can get. <laughs> stay tuned. Uh. <laughs> All right, dial it up, people. Stay wild. We love you. Thanks for listening. Check us out on the socials. Mm-hmm. Um, until next time, keep it classy. We love you. You're going to say goodbye this time? Good job listening to this podcast. And we still hate you. Goodbye. (laughs) Seth, not the people. We love you. Please listen. Please listen. We hate Seth. (laughs) Continue to hate Seth. Can we get a a trend? Hashtag we hate Seth. (laughs) Do it up, folks. (laughs) Support the cause.